0: Hello dear listeners, uh, welcome to the newest podcast from SoWalk of the Week. I'm your host, uh, DJ Vadinj. And uh, this is our next podcast, uh, where two Russian immigrants, uh, Vadim and Boris, uh, are going to be talking about their trials and tribulations in the land of plenty. Uh, Of course, in the studio we have Boris. Pleased to be here, Vadim. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Boris, for taking time from your busy schedule to appear in our studio. I had
1: to shuffle some things around today to Uh, make it here.
0: Yeah, uh, we've been following uh, your life for a number of weeks now. and uh, it appears you're always busy. You're always uh, looking. I'm on the for go. You, you, you <laughs> you <laughs> I'm on the go. you you're looking for new opportunities, uh you keep your eyes open, uh you don't miss your chances. Uh, you are a true American. I keep my eyes open, I keep my ears close to the
1: ground to hear for opportunities as they may arise.
0: Uh yeah. Um last time we talked about uh some of your uh, ventures uh, one of them was uh, your affiliation with Roca-cola that's right well how did that work out for you
1: <laughs> technically I'm not supposed to be talking about this for legal purposes I've actually been I'm not I won't say I'm being sued <laughs> by Roca-cola because they actually don't have a lawyer on retainer but they have got me on what they call breach of contracts <laughs> I agree. That as, sounds as, really bad. As you might well, it sounds worse than it probably is. As you might know, uh, listeners, last time I spoke about having to uh, this great opportunity to be the spokesperson for Roca uh, cola right. A new locally produced soft drink <laughs> beverage here in Southeast Michigan. I was the exclusive spokesman for their chicken Kia flavored line of soft drinks, uh, and I had a six podcast deal exclusive. All the cola I could drink, all the uh, twenty dollars I could spend uh um, but after let me just tell you and i, I don't want to discourage you from buying Coca cola uh but after about 12 or 13 bottles uh which probably equal a couple of dinners it was like the siege of leningrad <laughs> inside my uh my intestines i don't recommend this was it was like world war ii inside my body uh well, uh, so... in small doses, <laughs> listeners, I highly recommend Coca Cola. It can be delicious if, if not too cold.
0: Are you supposed to eat it with like a side dish? Uh... It,
1: it's an entree in itself, is what I've discovered. <laughs> I would actually not have it with much of anything. Maybe some, maybe actual, uh, maybe a beverage to chase down the beverage, perhaps just for digestion. Was sake. it rather thick? It was very. It was gravy-like almost. <laughs> It was like carbonated gravy, but it tasted like chicken Kiev. Well, did it uh, did it uh, satisfy your uh, thirst? No, <laughs> it did not slake my thirst at all. In fact, if anything, it's so salty uh, that I had to actually drink water uh, with the soda. It's just, it, it's not. I'm not going to say it's bad, but anyway, enough enough is enough about that. I don't think I uh, well. That's not going to happen. Well, no. luckily,
0: luckily, we still have something to drink uh, in our glasses, uh, as our listeners may probably pick up on some of the noises uh, of the ice. Uh, well, at least in my glass, you seem to not to have any ice. Well, I'm
1: just finishing up the rest of this Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> there's still a couple bottles back in the studio well, kitchen. Well, well, since it is so bad, why are you still well, drinking? It's free, it? and there's still a couple <laughs> bottles left, and it would be a shame to let it go to waste. Yeah, well, I see your point.
0: Well, uh, so that was one, uh, uh, you know, business that you got into. Uh, Then you had eBay, uh, as far as I remember. I'm I'm an occasional eBayer. You you still are, uh, uh, even though you didn't finish that course. I did not
1: finish the course to become a power seller, but um, even without that... You failed HTML. uh, I was actually asked to leave the program, (laughs) the symposium. Uh, I did not manage to pass the HTML uh, portion of the... uh, of the broadcast, and I was actually yeah. saying some... I don't think I was actually insulting eBay, but I was just pointing out that my mini baby business is not going so profitably. Mm. Uh, but we actually got an email uh, in the old email bag, in addition to the sort through, I have a lot of correspondence here with Mbuke, <laughs> our Nigerian uh, friend, who is always on the search for money, but yeah. we actually have a letter from uh, a new listener.
0: It's just, if uh, it's an
1: email, why, why do I hear the paper? Because I print out everything. <laughs> I don't trust all of this electronic stuff. I put out everything. You
0: file all your emails. I
1: actually have transcripts, typed transcripts of all of our podcasts, just in case. Oh, you do? Yes. Um, but our new listener, uh, Richard H, uh, apparently says that he works for eBay. He's an eBay not employee. Likely. I did not think that they actually had. Uh, human beings in this country employed, <laughs> but he says that uh, he is sorry for the difficulties that I have encountered in selling Beanie Babies mm-hmm. he admits the Beanie Baby market has pretty much bellied up uh, and uh, suggests some other items that I might be able to use uh, to my profit, it's advice
0: he's giving advice to you, the ultimate advice
1: giver, uh, you can't fool a fooler as they say, but you <laughs> might also be able to give advice to a professional advice giver mm-hmm. and this was actually very good advice as advice goes, I must say some of the things that I might do to make some money, he says that perhaps a piece of toast or even even some blini that has the image of uh, Putin or the ghost of Lenin, perhaps, uh, emblazoned do on it. Do you have anything like well, that? Well, not. I don't have blini with Putin on it. That's absurd. Why would I have? Uh, why would I have blini with Putin on it? Such things don't happen. I do, of course, have a potato with the image of <laughs> Boris Yeltsin on it. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. Of course. Uh, I actually did, found this... did you bring it from Voronezh, or no, did you find no. it in the local market here? I actually found it at Kroger in Southfield. <laughs> and I bought it because the image was spitting. <laughs> and there was a striking resemblance. I have yet to cook it. Well, I probably will never cook it. Uh, although I've come very close on some occasions on some hungry nights to uh, almost uh, cooking uh, my Boris well, Yeltsin I potato. Don't,
0: I don't blame you because uh, things have not been uh, peachy here no, at the of the Week. No, but
1: I'm just saying, that, you know, it's nice to know that some of our listeners are actually helping us out and they're you know, trying to... Uh, to look out for our best interests, and this man is actually suggesting perhaps uh, uh, unique food items that might look like Russian leaders is a possible market solution to our problems.
0: It so might. It I will might.
1: be. I will be happy to eBay some items like that. Also, personal memoirs. I am working on that. I am working on my memoirs, uh, an autobiography, uh, which that's a long way down the road yet, but we are in development. A recipe book. I don't want to cook. Uh, I have a lot of favorite meals. I don't know how to prepare any of them. No, uh, I can boil pelmeni. That's about it. Mm. Which would be a very short recipe book. But thank <laughs> you, Richard H, for your very uh, helpful uh, suggestions. And I will definitely, uh, if you think there's a, mar- if you or any of our other listeners think there is a market for a yeltsin potato, uh, email, and I'll be glad I can send photographs upon request.
0: This is good. I uh, well, am
1: not a power seller. Uh, <laughs> what is your but, what is your eBay eBay nickname? Uh, right. My my nickname is uh boris savok and it's actually um uh, if you try to search for it you probably won't find it because i've actually my account has been suspended <laughs> but needless to say uh if you're interested in the yeltsin potato get in touch with me you can probably work something out
0: well that's great that's uh that's wonderful uh well what do you think are the chances of uh us uh being totally supported by uh, by our uh podcast that's unlikely <laughs> I mean, what do you mean totally supported? <laughs> well, I heard about this uh, blogger who actually quit his job and uh, he relied on his listeners to support him and they sent him something to the tune of $38,000 uh, on which he lived quite comfortably.
1: Well, I could live quite comfortably on $38,000. <laughs> yeah, who who wouldn't?
0: Well, uh, uh, what, 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 do you th- what do you think are the
1: chances of that? Uh, the chances of our readers supporting us to the tune of $38,000 <laughs> uh is infinitesimally small <laughs> i don't even think that's a possibility yeah i don't see how that could possibly happen well
0: um with all our, pl- in spite of all our pleas,
1: we make a lot of pleas, uh and we say please and what does it do no very little well they do send us questions though i uh, do get questions and so let's uh let's get... questions are free that's why they send a lot of
0: questions yeah <laughs> uh, well <laughs> who doesn't mind free stuff? Well, uh, we have a question from Charlie
1: C from New Orleans. Ah, Chocolate City, <laughs> Chocolate City. Why would you say that? Choc- New Orleans is now the Chocolate City. This is what, this is what the authorities have <laughs> declared it to be. That post Katrina, uh, New Orleans, which you may remember, listeners, we actually had a benefit telethon from New Orleans back at the end of two thousand five. Yeah, we did. We had the podcast recorded. Did not raise as much money as you would have liked, typically. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> this, Katrina and the kids. Katrina and the kids. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, remember I. That. I remember this. That's right. It was a 15-hour extravaganza. Louis Anderson was here. Ahmed from <laughs> 8 Mile Party Store supplied the beverages. Uh, it was a, a tremendous story. I highly recommend this bo- that podcast. It um, was great. It's, it's, uh, still, it's still available, on, still iTunes available Music Store. on iTunes Music Store. But, you know, it's funny because New Orleans is now supposed to be the Chocolate City. <laughs> and I think <laughs> it sounds well, delicious. How, what, what's, your, uh, what's your take on this, uh, cho- it's, uh, uh, uh Apparently, New Orleans, post-hurricane, once everything dries out, uh, is going to be a city filled with candy and chocolates well of uh, well, uh, course cream uh, centered uh, desserts I am,
0: i'm i'm going to tread carefully here but uh, i am not sure that your
1: interpretation of rain nagan's words are is very Accurate. Well, I think a lot of people were saying it was controversial, but but they are perhaps diabetic <laughs> or perhaps uh, fat. <laughs> I, I don't know. But to me, I think that Chocolate City sounds absolutely delicious. I think I wish we had more Chocolate City. I'm going to vote on a limb. I wish that more American cities were chocolate.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I'm, I told that. To I'm not going to touch this. I told uh, that to some people at the retirement center. They said that too many American cities were chocolate, but I, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's right. I don't think you can ever have too much chocolate. But Russians have sweet tooths, so... <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I interrupted. Anyway... Charlie uh, C. from New Orleans, C. Chocolate City, had a question. Right, he had
0: a question, thank you very much. He asked uh, us... Uh, uh, well, he, for some reason, thinks that you are able to answer this question. So, what is going to be fashionable uh, in the year 2006 uh, going into the year 2007? Uh, Uh, What are some of your uh, predictions?
1: That's a good question for Charlie C. From Charlie C. in Chocolate City. 2006 is going to be a year of fashion. I can tell you that. There's going to be a lot of new styles coming. Uh, People don't think that, you know, Boris, you're a tractor driver from (laughs) Voronezh. What do you know about fashion? Right. What what do you? People don't understand. I actually was the first man to wear jeans in Voronezh province.
0: (laughs) What year was that? This
1: was 1952. (laughs) 1952. Oh, I actually wore jeans to Stalin's funeral uh, the following year. <laughs> Same pair of jeans. You were not arrested or anything like no, that. No, if I, uh, I think actually people thought it was quite fashionable. <laughs> oh, uh, but I have always been on the cutting edge of fashion, well, and people don't. People are surprised. You are surprised. You I know. am surprised. You have known me for many years, and yet you, and you'd never actually well, knew how fashionable it was.
0: Choices of colors are uh,
1: well. Striking. I don't. I don't wear everything. You know why am I going to get dressed up for the studio? Uh, I just, you know, whatever it, it is, is radio, after all, that's radio. <laughs> why get dressed up for these people? They yeah, can't w- see. We look perfect. Why for, make for effort? radio? Absolutely. Yeah. So what's you know, gray is going to be the new black this year. <laughs> that's what I think. Everything's going to be gray, charcoal, bone, ash, gray, all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> all right. And I think the big thing this year is going to be Valenki. Well, this year... 2006. What be uh, Valen- valenki. For
0: our English-speaking friends, what are valenki?
1: Valenki are poorly made felt boots. No peasant is without them. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, are they warm? Sometimes. In the summertime, <laughs> they would be impossibly warm. Uh, in the winter they will you will find them drafted and poorly constructed in most cases I should think
0: well uh is this your prediction for winter two thousand six two thousand seven? Yes, I
1: think already it's going to be, we're going to start seeing Valenki in the autumn uh-huh uh and then it's going to be everywhere come winter so if you're if you're thinking about uh thinking ahead like me I'm always thinking two or three seasons ahead in terms of my fashion uh and I think this year it's going to be Valenki. In are you going to have anything to do with the distribution? Funny you ask, funny <laughs> you ask. My cousin Mitya, back in Voronish, uh, Dimitri is actually helping me to set up uh, a, a, a Valenki import-export business. <laughs> Mostly import. I'm importing <laughs> Valenki from Voronezh province. These are authentic Valenki, authentic Voronezh felt boots. Oh, wow. I'm going to make them available to Savoing the Week listeners at... Uh, Prices that are exorbitantly marked up, but still affordable. Uh, what's the price? I'm thinking about uh, $50. $50 a pair? This is great. No, 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 it's $50 per shoe. $50 <laughs> per boot. So it's 100 a pair. It's 100 a pair, That's which is first, still not it's too the bad. the first
0: time I've heard that somebody would sell well, shoes I, by a single uh, <laughs> shoe.
1: I don't want to be offensive, uh, but I found... When I used to sell Valenki and Verones, I found that many of my customers only had the one leg. Like, so, well, I well your, your profit them, margins were uh, were cut down in half. For them, well, a lot of war veterans. <laughs> but, but for them, it was actually cheaper. You left, but you know, if you only had one leg, why waste money on two shoes? Nothing sadder than a closet full of uh, discarded right boots that you will never ever wear. <laughs> well, well. So, uh, uh, when when are these uh, sh- uh,
0: valenki? When are they going to reach uh, the shores of the United States? Uh...
1: They're going to be shipped over. Uh, I'm probably going to try to DHL some of them, <laughs> or send them over really quickly at any rate. Um, but they're, I'm, I'm I'm obtaining them on sort of an ad hoc basis, sort of as they become available.
0: What, what, why so? Uh, so are, are the people making the violin key? Are they like lagging behind? Well,
1: no one's really making the violin key. <laughs> like what, I said, these mean? are these are authentic felt boots. I am actually acquiring them. I never said I was manufacturing them. Uh, I said no I was didn't. acquiring valenki. I'm going to import them to America.
0: Well, well, well uh, I'm trying to be as uh, uh, as gentle as possible here, but how are you doing that? Uh, mostly, where are you obtaining them? I'm mostly
1: obtaining them from dead peasants, <laughs> to be quite frank. Uh, well, uh, explain, please. Uh, people in Voronezh province die. I make an offer to the widow to get the valenki. I buy them, I, I clean them, I stress well, that, I stress Ho- that, they will be, that, they will be hopefully. cleaner, I'll say that, they will be cleaner. <laughs> um, but, you know, so when will the first ones become available? Probably after the first cold snap, <laughs> come autumn. So you're ordering them now? Uh, uh, I'm taking pre-orders now, uh, but <laughs> like I'm saying, I think it's, we're going to have to wait, probably we're going to get a lot of valentine coming in around October, when people start to uh, get drunk and pass out in the middle of the street. <laughs> Uh, and that's going the to, best time for you. That's the, that's the, that's <laughs> valenki season. <laughs> valenki importing season. Can't 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 miss, I think.
0: Is there anything like uh in the fashion world that is a little closer to uh I mean our time uh cl- w- what
1: can be something popular more, in, something in, the, more in, in summer? In yeah. summer, well yeah. you could make a statement, but it would be a very hot statement to be wearing valenki in summer. I don't recommend it. I would recommend instead uh this summer everything is going to be lapti. <laughs>
0: Lapti, again,
1: uh, what are lapti? Lapti are uh, uh, birch bark sandals, Mm -hmm. woven sandals, uh, not unlike uh, what Native Americans uh, used to wear uh, in North America before the white devils came and took their land. But they've never (laughs) been terribly popular uh, in uh, America before, but I'm actually going to try to bring lapti to America. They're like moccasins, but for peasants. Uh, Are they comfortable? Uh, No. (laughs) No. they offer no support whatsoever but uh i would recommend actually uh, purchasing insoles or arch support for them because uh, uh they're also not what i would call uh work shoes or shoes that you're going to be walking more than say uh 10 to 15 minutes in uh blisters will happen splinters are even Uh, A possibility. And I'm imagining that you are going to be the one distributing them. I will be distributing them. And this time we are actually manufacturing them, too. Because you cannot take lapti off the feet of dead peasants. Most peasants in my province are actually buried in their Uh, (laughs) lapti. And that's just unseemly to to desecrate a grave. (laughs) Well, uh... We're going to be making the lapti. Okay. You are going to be making... Not me, no. But cousin Mitya and some of his friends back in Veronique are going to be making... uh, the Laptee and selling them back here. Mailing them. Oh, okay. Mailing them. The price, again? Again, it's going to be um, $75 or thirty-seven fifty. dollars 50 per shoe.
0: You're still factoring in the fact that some people right. might have only one light. And these
1: are going to be, yes. And if you have one like it doesn't matter. Left or right, let, you let me know. We'll, we'll be able to make accommodation. But um, I'm also hoping maybe I can put some of these on eBay if we get enough uh, interest. But I think this summer everything's is going to be lapti. It's going to be great. You go to the beach wearing lapti. You go looking for uh, mushrooms and berries. But again, don't go too far because the lapti offer you no support whatsoever.
0: Well, this is some great uh, emotional
1: support. But no uh, actual support for your feet. No. Some really good predictions. You're better off actually going barefoot. But in terms of fashion, uh, it's hard to beat. No, hard to Every be. Savok is going to be wearing lapti this summer.
0: Well, uh, well, thank you for, th- for answering this question. We have Thank one- you,
1: Charlie C, in Chocolate City. <laughs> uh,
0: we have, have one some mo- chocolate for <laughs> me. <laughs> I still am not one hundred percent sure that you are understanding uh, this uh, phrase correctly. <laughs> but uh, we have one more question. Uh, it comes from some person by the name Andre D from Houston, Texas. Okay, uh, And he tells us that we're funnier than Yakov Smirnov himself. Uh, he is telling us that our podcast uh, and our website is Taking America by Storm.
1: Well, Andre D, uh, this is probably the smartest thing I've ever heard from Houston, Texas. <laughs> He's absolutely right. We are Taking America by Storm. If by America you mean the handful of people who download podcasts... In yeah, America. It is a handful, but... And then the handful not... who actually managed to find us <laughs> in the midst of all the other dreck. It is, well, yeah. on iTunes Music
0: Store, it's a mess. It's a so uh, uh, it's, it's filthy. All they talk about is sex, sex, sex. Awesome. And uh, there is no uh, real content like you too. and I. That's right. There is no culture. There's no culture. Uh, only our podcast, Savok of the Week, Radio Savok, is providing high-quality culture stuff.
1: I don't want to toot our own horns, but uh, I will say, Andre D. from Houston, Texas, brings up a very interesting point. Uh, he says we're funnier than Yakov Smirnoff. That's not hard <laughs> to be funnier than Yakov Smirnov. No offense to Mr. Smirnoff. Uh, uh, why would and you go say way that? back, but y- I don't, don't think it's, it's not that hard to be funnier than You Yaakov. and Yakov Smirnoff go way back? Oh, very much so. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh,
0: you have so much... Uh, you have so many encounters
1: in your I life. Actually, I actually... I don't want... Um, I will get into it, but Please. only briefly, only briefly. Okay. I will say this, you know, Yaakov Smirnoff, when he first came to America, he had nothing.
0: <laughs> he had a couple of jokes about the He knew the visa. nothing, he uh, had a couple of jokes. I asked for a visa and they gave me a
1: MasterCard. Uh, he was telling that joke everywhere. <sighs> who wrote that? Well, I did not write that joke, but who do you think gave him <laughs> his famous catchphrase of what a country? Mm. Me. I do see he came His to me, view? he was crying, he's like, Borea, what am I going to do? I have no money, I'm in America, and I barely speak of the English, and I need to find a job, I need to get money, I need to do this and that. Why did I even come to America? He was crying, it was disgraceful. disgrace. And I voice. said, in a very whiny voice like that, and I said, America, what a country, Yachov, what a country, America. <laughs> and I saw in these Visions in his eyes, and then he ran out, and that was uh, the beginning of a turnaround for Yakov Smirnov.
0: Well, it really sounds like uh this is like uh, what's his name um I forgot the movie um. I wish I could help you. Well, uh, it's it's Forrest like Forrest Gump story. Remember, oh, Forrest Gump? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I think you're <coughs> full of shit. Uh, excuse my language, uh, but uh, you know Forrest Gump claimed that he was involved with everything. Well, oh, Forrest uh, Gump
1: was retarded. <laughs> he was a half-wit. <laughs> and I'm telling you these stories. I'm in full command of my faculty. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. That, that is sure I'm actually you would compare me to a halfwit. Uh, so innocent. you,
0: I, well, I, I'm just, I'm just amazed at the
1: breadth breadth of your experiences. Yes, uh. When you get to my age, you've seen some sites. Mm, well. But Jakob yeah, Smilov, no ill will. In fact, we, got, we, we we are still good friends. We call each other once once every couple months or so. Uh, every time I'm down in Branson, uh, uh, I always uh, try to make sure I start... Does by he know about our website and our podcast? No. Are no. <laughs> um, you keeping it secret? Um, well, I just don't like to uh, get into it, but you know, every time I'm in uh, Branson... Uh, I always stop by uh, to see Yakov Smilov. He's a very good friend of mine.
0: Uh, so, how often are you in Branson? Well, not
1: not very often. <laughs> what What do you mean? Well, actually, I've never been to Branson. <laughs> uh, I've been near Branson.
0: <laughs> What's near Branson? Chicago,
1: I think. <laughs> It's somewhat near. You honestly. don't, you don't know where it is. I'm not actually <laughs> certain where Branson is, but I understand that you have Smirnov. Uh, I thought you were friends.
0: I thought you wrote
1: uh, his material. I, well, <laughs> I, r- I have written to him. I wouldn't say that I've written for
0: him. Oh, so so you you claim that he actually used your stuff by.
1: We both came up with the same material independently, is basically what I'm saying. I tried my my people contacted his people and tried to get into cease and desist. And by my people of course I mean me. Uh, but you're up against a mountain of red tapes, you can't get through to Yakov Smirnof. Well
0: Yakov Smirnov was a big name. Uh but uh, now, I think, uh, according to Andre D. from Houston, uh, Texas, we are a big name. Well, it's
1: good. And if I'm ever in Branson, I'm going to be sure to look him up <laughs> and let him know that uh, his, day is do- his day is done. <laughs> well... There's a new game in town. <laughs> uh, what, a mean... oh, what a country. Oh, what a country.
0: What a country. I
1: used to say this about Soviet Union. <laughs> well, you changed
0: your allegiances now. Oh. Well, uh... We need to uh wrap it up and we have a couple of shout outs. Oh, yes, we need to, to give do shouts out. Uh uh so we need to uh, give a shout out to Kevin, right? Who's Kevin? <laughs> uh uh Kevin Kevin from uh, Incompetent.com Incompetech Excuse me, Incompetech.com He he sent us a donation Uh, Oh, uh, thank you, Kevin Thank you, Kevin Uh, We really appreciate your support Uh, We thought you wanted one of our CDs Um, Actually, dear listeners, we have our CDs Which uh, include uh, all of our podcasts Plus six hilarious outtakes That's right uh, That are not available anywhere If for
1: some reason you don't feel like downloading all of those for free all of those podcasts we can free, we, we, you we could actually purchase them from us, <laughs> right?
0: Right. If you feel wrong, I mean, if you don't feel right about just giving us money, you can buy things from us, like a CD full of our podcast. That's that? Right. Why not? It's it costs only fifteen dollars. Uh, with uh, and uh, there is a link on our website. Savokovoduklik.com. So Click. Click it. So Click th- it.
1: Thanks to okay. Kevin from Incompetent.
0: Uh, yeah. Shout out to Kevin from Incompetent.com. Excuse me,
1: Incompetitek.com. Thanks also go to uh, Richard H from eBay for his useful suggestions. Mm, very good. On my yeltsin potato and uh, the memoirs. Those will be forthcoming. Keep an eye out for those.
0: Uh, our usual shout out goes to Grushenka Ah. Who still. Uh, uh, is uh, posting uh, her comments faithfully uh, on our stories
1: and... And thanks to Grushenka's uh, delightful mother as well, who is uh, one of our most loyal and um, long-lived fans. So we're we're very happy to to have all of our support from our beloved listeners and uh, beloved readers.
0: Yes, uh, and... uh, uh, we would uh, like to remind our listeners that uh, we do have our CDs available, and we have a brand new uh, product. Uh, we have some T-shirts. Uh. Yes,
1: actually, I'm wearing them now. Uh, that's, I'm wearing uh, several. That, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, they say that layering is very good in Michigan, especially in the winter time. Yes. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah.
1: You you, you have one t-shirts. that says. <laughs>
0: I, I can see only the outer. Uh, right, we well, can uh, remove. Which, we'll remove. them. the. Which gradually. says ask Boris. Ask, so, Boris. Ask, ask Boris. Ask Boris. Uh, uh, at you know uh, savokodviv. and uh, the wonderfully made T shirts. Uh, and uh, so. Please uh, buy our t-shirts and uh, visit our website. Uh, Boris, thank you very much for stopping by. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. It's um, a pleasure as often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're going to be looking forward to your next uh, trip to Sobako I'll be here soon. Thanks very, for having me. Very
1: good. Uh, have a good night. Oh, and... Um, may... You're supposed to say something. Oh, well, like I said, make sure to keep your... Letters and emails coming to Radio at Savok of the Bye
0: bye.